Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you watching the broadcast. We're going to continue our study today on the life of faith, and I don't want you to miss it. So sit down, relax, and just get ready to enjoy the Word of God. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. That's not an option. That's a command by Almighty God. The just shall live by faith. We're going to be talking about exactly how you do that. And also today, I have a special guest with me, Carla Porter from Nairobi, Kenya, and we're going to be talking about what it's like to live by faith living in Kenya, particularly being an American. And she's been there for many, many years. We've supported her ministry for a long, long time, and I'm very happy to have her on the broadcast today. But before we get to that portion of the program, I want you to watch a very special announcement about some products that we have available for you talking about the life of faith. So here's our announcer. Watch closely, and then I'll be back in just a few moments. Every day in your life is precious. The choices you make, whether together or alone, hold the keys to your future. How do we, as believers, live life the right way as God has intended us to live it? Introducing the Life of Faith Package, brand new curriculum by Dr. Jerry Savelle. You will learn how to release your faith and how to see beyond your present circumstances, to look at your life through the eye of faith. In this study, you will discover that your faith has the ability to grow to a level that will not only sustain you, also can sustain others. The Life of Faith package includes the Life of Faith book, Life of Faith study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD. Living by faith is not a suggestion. It is a biblical command. The Bible teaches us that it is impossible to please God without faith. So why wouldn't you want to live by faith? Whether in a study group or by yourself, the Life of Faith package will show you how to live by faith, how to overcome the world by faith, and how to be the winner that God called you to be. If you would like to receive your own Life of Faith package, which includes the Life of Faith book, study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD, call and request or go to jerrysavelle.org. Discover the life God wants you to live, the life of faith. Welcome back, and thanks once again for joining me today. I really appreciate you giving me this time to impart the Word of God into your life, and I believe, praise God, we're going to learn some great things that will help you be the overcomer that God has called you to be. I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast that my special guest today is Carla Porter from Nairobi, Kenya, and Carla, it is so good to have you on the program. Thank you, Brother Jerry. We have known each other for many, many years. You came to work here in 1981. Yes. And uh, you were a school teacher in Oklahoma, correct? Yes. And how did you find out about Jerry Savelle Ministries? Brother Jerry, it's a long story, but I'd come to visit my sister here who was attending the Baptist Theological Seminary. Okay. And we were having lunch and a waiter walked up to us and said, I feel impressed to tell you that Jerry Savelle Ministries is close to here. And uh, he has a Wednesday night service. And I'd heard about you on Kenneth Copeland tapes. Mm -hmm. So we looked up your location. I went to that Wednesday night service. And at the end of it, your secretary introduced herself to me and said, uh, welcome. And what do you do? Where are you from? And I told her I was a school teacher. And she said, we're looking for school teachers 
for our Christian school. And to make a long story short, that was in March, and by July, I was on your staff. So you've been here a long, long time. A long time, Brother Well, let me tell the people about how uh, uh, you and your husband, Wade, who was a cousin of mine. Yes. And he came to the Lord back in the early, what, late 70s, actually. Late 70s. And uh, he had been an outlaw biker and all that kind of stuff and came to the Lord and uh, came here and and, uh, came to work for the ministry. He was a commercial artist, Mm -hmm. put him to work in the art department. And then you and he married sometime later and you traveled all over the country with me in our crusades. Yes. But at... Uh, in the early 80s, uh, I was going to build a medical facility in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I've been going to Kenya since 1978. Yes. And uh, I needed someone to oversee that project. So I came to you and Wade and I said, I need for you to go to Kenya and oversee this project. You'll probably only be there for about six months and then you can come home. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been in Kenya now? 30 years. 30, that's the longest six months you ever spent, right? <laughs> but you fell in love with the nation of Kenya. You we fell in did. love with the people. We did. And uh, you began to oversee all the, the churches that we'd established and then eventually established the church in Nairobi that you yes. pastor today. Yes. Now, Wade went home to be with the Lord back in 2007. Is that 12. Correct? 2012. 2012. And uh, you've continued to pastor Mm -hmm. the church. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about the church there in Nairobi. We have a wonderful church in Nairobi, Victory Faith Church, filled with um, loving, compassionate people that are a vital part of the call that really, Brother Jerry, you answered decades ago. Mm -hmm. Wade and I, uh, another time, entered that call. And it continues till this day with... uh, a vital children's church program, youth program, and many outreaches. Yeah, praise yes. God. And what's, what's the uh, attendance there at, at the church in Nairobi now? Well, Brother Jerry, it varies. If everybody was there, it would be at least 500, but they're never all there at the same time. Yeah, okay. Yes. Well, it's, uh, it's always been a joy coming there and preaching to the, to the uh, family yes. in Kenya. They're beautiful people. You're yes, so they in, are. I remember in my first journal writing home to Carolyn, the first time I put my feet on Kenya soil, I said, Carolyn, I have fallen in love with the people in Kenya. She, uh, when I got home, she said, Jerry, you fall in love with the people in every nation you go to. I said, but this is different. They're very special people. Very. Carla, we've been talking about on our broadcast for several weeks now about the life of faith. Mm. And obviously, you began learning how to live that life mm-hmm. when you first came to work here. Yes. And uh, you've taught it uh, to a lot of people over the years. What's it like living by faith in a nation outside of America? Well, brother, and is it a must? Yes. <laughs> well, it is a must. Brother Jerry, let me begin by saying everyone is called to the nations. Yeah. The call to the nations is for every believer right. of the body of Christ. In Acts 1.8, it says the Holy Spirit shall come upon you mm-hmm. and you'll be empowered in your Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts yeah, of the earth. Empowered to witness. Empowered to witness. Not to sit back and just enjoy your Christianity. Exactly. But there's an assignment on that. There is an assignment on it. And out of that assignment, 
there will be those who go and live in other nations. Then there are those who send the ones who go. And in God's economy and in His perspective of our faith, the ones who uh, send and the ones who go receive the same rewards. Because we can't go unless we are sent. It's not only God who sends us, Mm -hmm. but it's people of faith who send us as well. Well, That's that's why I've been able for 48 years now Mm. to travel from one end of this planet to the other because of my faithful partners. Yes. They have supported us. They've undergirded us. uh, They've been there and helped send us you know, and to Amen. impact nations all over the world. Amen. Without those faithful partners, it'd be very difficult, if not impossible, to accomplish. And actually, Brother Jerry, the majority don't go physically mm-hmm. and live in another nation, but they are an essential, vital part of fulfilling the call that God gave Abraham when he said, I'm going to make of you a great nation. That's right. And what is that nation? It means the nation of believers. Mm-hmm. He's the father of faith of those who trust God in their generation to to fulfill the promise. I will bless you and make you a blessing and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So the ones who send, the ones who go, have an absolutely vital part of fulfilling that promise. You know the scripture I read from Hebrews 10, 38, the just shall live by faith. Yes. Another translation says, the just shall have their lives sustained by their faith. Yes. And that word sustained means provided for mm-hmm. and supplied for. Mm-hmm. So this is God's way of fulfilling His promise to us mm-hmm. that I will supply all your need yes. according to my riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Yes. It's through our faith in Him. It's our faith in his love, it's our faith in His assurance that He will back us. Yes. It's, it's our faith in His ability mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. And no matter what nation you live in, mm-hmm. if you're a believer, then God requires you to live by faith, simply trusting Him. Yes. And you've learned to do that. Brother Jerry, the weapons that are formed against a believer called to go into the nations, I I don't even know how to number them Mm -hmm. uh, because the enemy is absolutely determined. Your destiny may be in another nation, but he is determined you will not fulfill your destiny. And so he forms all kinds of weapons uh, to discourage you, to bring you into hopelessness and despair, to make you lonely, to make you feel like no one really cares that you're there. Oh, I can remember, of course, you weren't going there, weren't there at that time, but in 1978, the very first time, Mm -hmm. and I'm preaching all over Kenya, and I'd get back from a meeting. Now, the first place I was in was Nakuru. Oh, yes. And we had thousands of people in an open field. Mm -hmm. And it was such a joy to see the response. People, you know, surrendering their lives to the Lord. But I'd get back to that little hut, and Mm -hmm. I do mean a hut that I was staying in. Yes. And I would feel like the loneliest man in the world. And I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. what am I doing here? I got family 
across mm -hmm. the big pond that loves me, that misses me. Yes. And, and sometimes I had to use my faith to go to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And I'd wake up the next morning, get back in that meeting, and I'd think, this is what I'm here for. Mm. You know? But it took faith to be there. It took faith to stay there. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And it took faith to trust God to accomplish everything that he had signed us to do. Well, especially after my husband died yeah. in the first couple of years after his death. Brother Jerry, there were times on Sunday afternoons when the week was done, the church service was over, and I'm all by myself. I've had lunch. Yeah. I would just hold myself and say, Lord, you have to help me now mm -hmm. because I would be overwhelmed with a sense of loneliness and isolation, sure. far from people who do love me mm -hmm. and care for me. Mm -hmm. So it has taken faith for me to stay. This is my 30th year, and I'm not saying the call's not been fulfilled with joy, yeah. but there have been plenty of challenges. Yeah. Just to remain in the call, then you have the challenges of believing for the supply yeah. of the Spirit to do the impossible right. Right. because you, you're believing that people's lives will be transformed. You can't transform them. Mm -hmm. It's God who's the God <clears throat> of the impossible. But it takes faith to look into the face of great need yeah. and say, Lord, with you, all things are possible. Mm -hmm and I'm trusting you to impact this person's life, this family's life, or this community's and you know, life. What I've discovered over the years is um, when you see the impact that the Word of God has on these people and the changes, mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of people don't realize that when you go into another nation, you're facing all kind of gods Yes. That they have served. Yes, and, darkness. And, and a lot of times they just add Jesus to the list. Yes. You know, and, uh, but to see people that literally change mm -hmm. and it is an obvious work of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. that to me is the joy and the it's worth it all. That's what keeps you it. going. Yeah, that's what keeps that's you going. That's what keeps you going. Yeah. Brother Jerry, one of the works I do is working with orphaned and yeah, vulnerable children. And so we have an orphanage, our home orphanage and child care center. And just not long before I came, it was in the month of October. Uh, we were called by a government official. We have a little girl who is an orphan and she was given to her aunt, but the husband has driven the, his wife away, and he remains alone with this child. Mm -hmm. Will you take her? So I said, yes, if you will give her to me, I will raise her as a daughter. So I'll never forget the day they brought little Esther to me. She was frozen with fear because, of course, the police waited till the uncle left. They snatched her, brought her to me, and she was just stiff with fear, with her head down, and I leaned over, and as I do, all of them I take in, I embraced her, and I said, you're safe now. I'm going to take care of you. All of us are going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And we love you, and God loves you. And she never had an expression. Her head was down, just frozen with fear. 
But another one of our children took her as a sister, just about three years older, bathed her that night, helped her get her supper, chose clothes for her to put on, and slept with her. Mm -hmm. And I would just observe her in the following days. She was very reserved. But two weeks after I got her, after church, a bunch of the kids in our home come running for hugs and kisses. Mm-hmm. And I was astonished. Esther was leading the pack. And she threw herself against me, wrapped her arms around me, and I was overcome with joy. And I just bent down and said, Oh, Esther, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I heard that little voice say, I love you too, Mom. Brother Jerry, mm-hmm. that transformation in just two weeks through the love of God Mm -hmm. and the provision that partners helped me meet the needs of the children had transformed her. And I've just watched her grow in joy, in peace, and in confidence. Brother Jerry, that's what I live for. Well, yeah, and at that moment, that makes you feel like you wouldn't want to be in any other place on the planet. That's right. Right. Praise God. Well, we support you, and I encourage others that are watching our broadcast to support you as well. And uh, we're going to put up your uh, U.S. address and also your email address so people that want to communicate. And I encourage our partners to to get involved. Of course, we support you on a monthly basis and get involved in the projects you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're building a new orphanage. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. A school? A school. Yeah. It's Heritage Leadership Academy. We have a number of challenges with education in, in in Kenya. And I felt, my husband and I felt for years we needed our own school with a strong curriculum. Strong Bible teaching because, of course, the spiritual is first and it overrides everything else, your character. And then number three, age-appropriate leadership principles being taught to the children. And number four is uh, age-appropriate financial principles so that the children grow up with an understanding of handling finances for the kingdom of God's sake. Mm -hmm. And um, we are in uh, phase one, which is a $375,000 phase. And I only remain with $60,000 to raise for the first phase. Isn't that great? Yes. God is supplying. I'm so grateful. God honors faith all over the world. Everywhere. Even in what would be uh, considered the uttermost parts. Yeah. Praise God. So listen, there's no reason why you can't choose to make the life of faith the life that you live. The Bible once again says the just shall live by faith. They shall have their lives sustained by their faith. And, And I can't pass this up. In Hebrews 10, 38, the New Living Translation once again, my righteous ones live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in those who turn back. Now, you know, the Bible says it's impossible to please Him without faith. Mm-hmm. A, a loving God, mm-hmm. you know, that, that obviously loves us. He proved His love by sending His own Son to redeem us. But it is possible to displease Him. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, uh, children displease their parents for, 
from time to time, mm -hmm. but you never stop loving them. No. So God says, it's not going to please me if you don't live by faith, mm -hmm. if you don't trust me. Mm -hmm. I'll never stop loving you. Mm -hmm. You could never do anything that would cause me to stop loving you. Mm -hmm. But if you want to please me, you trust me. Brother Jerry, there will be a multitude of opportunities in the life of faith to draw back because it may feel hard. Yeah. It may feel, look impossible. Uh, it, it may, one may think this is going to take so much from me to do sure. this. This is going to require so much right. to do this. But what is our overriding motive in serving God? It's to please Him. Sure. We want Him to be pleased with our lives and with our obedience. Well, I've said many times, John 8, 29, Jesus said, I always do those things that please, please Him. Please the Father. That's going to be my testimony. Mine too, Brother yeah. Jerry. When, when He comes or I go, whichever comes first, yes. I want Him to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. Listen, thank you so much for watching. Uh, there's some things that I want you to take a look at. Our announcer has some special information to share with you. And then we'll be back in just a few moments. So don't go anywhere. The program is not over yet. Every day in your life is precious. The choices you make, whether together or alone, hold the keys to your future. How do we as believers live life the right way as God has intended us to live it? Introducing the Life of Faith Package, brand new curriculum by Dr. Jerry Savelle. You will learn how to release your faith and how to see beyond your present circumstances, to look at your life through the eye of faith. In this study, you will discover that your faith has the ability to grow to a level that will not only sustain you, also can sustain others. The Life of Faith Package includes the Life of Faith book, Life of Faith study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD. Living by faith is not a suggestion. It is a biblical command. The Bible teaches us that it is impossible to please God without faith. So why wouldn't you want to live by faith? Whether in a study group or by yourself, the Life of Faith package will show you how to live by faith, how to overcome the world by faith, and how to be the winner that God called you to be. If you would like to receive your own Life of Faith package, which includes the Life of Faith book, study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD, call and request or go to jerrysavelle.org. Discover the life God wants you to live, the life of faith. I really want to encourage you to order the resource entitled The Life of Faith. In this curriculum, there is the book on the life of faith, also a study guide that you can follow along with as you're reading the book, answer the questions. This way you know that it becomes a revelation to you. It's not just reading, but you have to study it and you'll be able to answer the questions and you get it down into your spirit. Also with it are eight CDs and four DVDs. Now listen, I've written the book. I've provided you a study guide. I've preached it where you can listen to it. I've preached it where you can watch it. I'm doing my part to get the Word of God on the inside of you. And what I want you to do is do your part and order the resource. You know, a lot of churches use this curriculum for their Sunday school classes, for their Bible schools. And I believe that it is certainly 
uh, a great investment on your part. So I want to encourage you to order the Life of Faith curriculum right away. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind. Don't wait a few days. You may forget it. Do it right now and we'll get it to you just as soon as possible. Also, I want to remind you to take a look at our new website. You uh, are going to enjoy a lot of the new uh, features that it contains. Number one, you can watch our TV broadcast on the website. You can read our monthly contact letter. And then also, you can download our Adventures in Faith magazine. So a lot of great new material that's available. It's one of the ways that we can minister to you on an ongoing basis. And it's one of the ways that we can help you get the word deep down on the inside of you. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So take advantage of all these uh, great uh, ways, uh, apps and websites that we have made available so that we know that you are receiving the word of God and that you are learning how to apply it in your life. You know, the Bible says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. And if you learn to live by faith, the way the Bible teaches it, then you're going to have this testimony. You're going to be a world overcomer. Satan is not going to defeat you any longer. You are going to be the victor and not the victim. So thanks again for watching today. We've got two more weeks on this subject, the life of faith. So be sure and make your plans to join with us. I'll see you again next week. And remember, until then, your faith will overcome the world. Next week, when the Word of God is final authority in your life, then you will no longer be moved by your circumstances, no longer moved by negative circumstances. You see, the life of faith requires that you not be moved by what you see, you not be moved by what you hear, and you not be moved by what you feel. I remember Kenneth Copeland saying that in that very first service I ever heard him preach. He said, I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. And I thought immediately, well, boy, I am. But by the time he got through teaching the Word of God, I began to realize what he was talking about. And then I learned to get that way in my own life. And praise God, I am pleased to say today that I am not moved by what I hear. I am not moved by what I feel. I am not moved by what I see.